Allow your genitals to release. Also brings a basket, then shits out some eggs and disappears. <laughs> hey, I'm ten percent happier. Now look at my egg laying bunny. Sure. We're in the headspace. It's a headspace. Enough of a headspace, anyway, to do what we do. Yeah. When we do this thing, we're doing. I mean, to be fair, we're always kind of in that headspace. It's just what (sighs) area of the headspace are we in? That's true, because we have. This happens in life. When 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 we see each other outside of the basement, Mm -hmm. if we have an opportunity to talk for more than a second or two it just sort of becomes this yeah this pretty, is what our conversations quickly. sound like <laughs> yeah there's just not a mic in our if, exactly. stupid faces that's right that's right. no one hears what we're saying no unless they're around and then they're probably annoyed because you know yeah they don't want to live a podcast right <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed that have you noticed how people will tune us out oh yeah pretty oh, yeah. pretty quickly like in public um, yeah and then, well, I'm used to that, though. Mm. I mean, you are, too. You're married. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, getting tuned out is kind of the default. And we have children. Oh, yeah. Wait, is that more the tuning or the being tuned? Tune, tuning out. Yeah. Tuning me out. Yeah. I don't think I've heard, I've had anyone in my house uh, hear what I said the first try <laughs> in six years. Okay. It's, it's just it's there. There are times I'm walking around my house, going, "Am I dead? <laughs> is is this a ghost situation?" And like I'm, I'm saying things. No one knows I'm here. No one knows you're here. And then eventually, one of the two people I live with goes, "What?" I'm like, "Oh, okay. They oh. know I'm here. Okay, <laughs> I'm not, alive. Not dead yet. Not dead yet. That's that's how I'll know uh, that I'm dead." is no one will respond to me when I'm talking. But the problem is it's going to take like five days for it to finally register that it's not just normal people ignoring me. (laughs) Is there anything sadder than realizing you're a ghost? I mean, there are probably things that are sadder, but that's pretty sad. That That would be a bummer. First of all, your life is probably pretty sad if it took you a few days to realize Mm. that you were a ghost. Yeah. Because you're that used to people not paying attention to you. Well, and we're going to add this here, too. Okay. All right. Added caveat is, okay, let's say you die in a horrible way. Yeah. You probably have the memory of dying. Of your death. And then you're like, oh, good, I made it. Oh. And then you didn't you make didn't it. make it. Oh. That's rough. That's a bummer. That That is pretty rough. That is a ghost bummer. Yeah. Yeah ghost bummer mm-hmm. yeah there's a that those are ghost problems hashtag ghost problems <laughs> so uh you know good good thing to think about when you're going to sleep tonight is if you die in your sleep <laughs> you're gonna think you just woke up in the morning and then oh, go about your business and slowly realize yeah that when you when you go to open your car no. door Actually, probably when you go to open your door to go to your car, yeah, and your hand just passes through the knob oh, over and over, God. and you're like, "What's wrong with this knob?" Right. Oh no! <laughs> right. I have two two thoughts. Yeah. One, 
you could considering the modern day conveniences mm-hmm. you could probably go a little while without realizing because like a lot of people have those coffee pots that start on their own that's true you wake up in the morning as a ghost the shower would be probably the shower be, would be a dead giveaway that would be <laughs> my first giveaway because i you know i brush my teeth after the shower yeah me too you don't have to touch anything really in the mortal realm <laughs> until you get in the shower that's true yeah so you just sort of get out of bed mm-hmm. stumble around for a few minutes mm-hmm. ask yourself why 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 right. this is my typical morning and uh, there is the chance that when you start to talk and all you hear is <laughs> wait your own voice sounds like yeah, that now <laughs> yeah well you're speaking ghost oh Ooh. that's just how they talk yeah okay um then you notice but there's also the chance that it's early in the morning and you're like little ghost ghost phlegm yeah gotta get out my other thought is this why don't ghosts just fall straight through the earth well that's a good that's a good question thank you i think we'd have to ask a scientist what is in the (laughs) earth to keep ghosts from falling through or is it like because they're like bound to this realm or something that they i don't know i would actually very much like to ask neil degrasse tyson or someone like that (laughs) what is what is it in the core of the earth yeah that prevents ghosts from just floating through the earth i mean you would think (laughs) well you know neil degrasse tyson's he doesn't have anything going on he's got plenty of time to oh yeah answer this question yeah. He's not doing a bunch of other shit. No. I mean, to be fair, none of it's as important as what I just asked. True. So. Why don't ghosts just fall straight through the earth? Mm-hmm. I mean, because gravity wouldn't affect them the same. No. They have essentially no mass. Right. Right? So, therefore, gravity has no pull on them. Mm-hmm. Wait, so then, like, why don't they just float out into space? Okay, well, now we have to ask him <laughs> which is more likely. Yeah. Do they go... All the way through the earth and end up in China? Right. Or do they float out into space? See, they can't go all the way through the earth, though, because everyone knows in the middle of the earth is hell. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, well, well, maybe that's why. That hell keeps you from going all the way through. Right. Like, a- unless, you know, you get put there. But you could get to, like, the mantle. Right. You could get almost to hell. Yeah. Like, you, you're hell adjacent. Hell adjacent. But not actually... <laughs> in hell yeah but if you float it up you also can't go there because that's heaven that's where heaven is so that's why uh, oh wow okay we solved it we don't need yeah. fucking neil degrasse tyson waste of space cancel that appointment <laughs> <laughs> um can we can we talk by the way yeah um speaking of heaven yeah and death uh about easter oh i always have time to talk about easter okay so i I told you I had a new theory about Easter yes. upstairs. Yes. Um, so, secular Easter, you get the bunny laying eggs. Right. Which is really weird. It, none of it makes sense. Yeah. You have a mammal that lays eggs and some, for some reason hides them and they're filled with candy. <laughs> and it's not a platypus. No. Which is a mammal who it's, lays eggs. Yeah, but can you imagine of. how terrifying the Easter platypus would be? <laughs> <laughs> the giant pink Easter platypus. Yeah, yeah, that's what we all actually. Know I would love. love that. That would be now, the platypus. Okay, this is off topic, but we have to talk about this for a second. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's say you believe 
in a creator yeah. that designed every yes every li- living being. Right, right. Was he high when he made the platypus? Yeah. What happened with the platypus? <laughs> the platypus is just one of those It's days. like extra parts that they just yeah. jammed together and went, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they just kind of spun everything. Mm-hmm. And then that's what it got. You got webbed feet, you webbed got a feet, bill, bill, you got fur. You fur, but they lactate right. and they lay eggs. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> um, have you ever seen Dogma, that Kevin Smith movie? Dogma? Uh-huh. Yeah. At the beginning, he's got a little, like, small treatise about yeah. the platypus. It's, uh, <laughs> I'd forgotten about, man, I want to watch that movie and I just can't find it anywhere Without spending like thirty bucks, that's true. Because it's not on any streaming service. Yeah, Weinstein's. Yeah, I think Miramax just like buried it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So anyway, good, I like that movie a lot. Well, it's also not Miramax. Oh, it's not. No, because oh. Miramax didn't want to touch it because of all the Catholic the God stuff. Yeah, the Catholic Church was furious about it. Oh, okay, so they backed away. Yeah. So Bob and Harvey themselves bought it which is why you can't find it anywhere that's why yeah okay because there's plenty of miramax titles yes you can see all the other kevin smith movies just not the one i want to watch (laughs) that movie's got everything it's got shit demons Uh selma hayek chris rock is in that movie uh george carlin george carlin no isn't he god no no alanis morissette is god what is what is george George carlin's a priest oh that's right yeah Yeah. it's been too long it's been like 20 years since i've seen this movie (laughs) yeah Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. It's a star-studded cast. Yeah. And Linda Fiorentine. And no, Harvey Weinstein yeah. just happens to have it and won't let me see it. So That sounds like uh, <laughs> something else. But yeah. Back it, to your Easter theory. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Okay. So we've got the absurdity of a giant rabbit that lays candy-filled eggs Correct. for children to go find. Yes. And brings baskets. I'm not sure where the basket fits in. Also brings a basket, then shits out some eggs and disappears. <laughs> okay, that's what the Easter Bunny does. Yeah. So here's my new theory, because that's the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard. It is. I have a theory that the church created the Easter Bunny, and here is why. Okay. The church created the, the church Easter Bunny. The church created, created okay. the Easter Bunny. All right. Okay, so... What what's the church story about Easter? Uh uh-oh. this is relevant. Okay, I'll 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 just I'll do this. So I think I know. So on Jesus died. Yeah, on Good Friday, yeah. Jesus was crucified. Crucified. On Easter Sunday, he is risen. He, he rose again yeah. from the dead. Right. Which is an outlandish story. Uh, well, sure. So the church went, okay, that's an outlandish story. Okay. Maybe we don't want to call too much attention to all the details of that story. Yeah, yeah. What if we created a rabbit that lays eggs and (laughs) delivers baskets? Because people will have a lot more questions about that than just a guy who died coming back to life. Sure. That's a great distraction. (laughs) I think you can do that with all of the religious holidays. So you're saying that... Easter is just the church's big bamboozle. Yeah. To it's, to be like don't look don't think too hard about this Jesus stuff. Well, yeah, it's it's like a uh, street magic. Mm. Like 
Jesus is the left Chris hand, Angel? but yeah, yeah, they're they're uh, they're doing something with that right hand. You're looking um, street magic. Yeah, you can do it with all all of the holidays. Well, Santa Claus, of course. Yeah, yeah. Sant- I mean, there was a a uh, baby who was God's child born to a virgin. That's a little outlandish. Okay, there's a fat guy <laughs> with flying livestock that just brings everyone presents. That's a really nice story. <laughs> In my mind, I want it to be the same priest that's coming up with all these. It, oh, it is. It's like George Tom. Carlin. It's yeah, George, it's George Carlin, Carlin priest. <laughs> George, you got a million of them. What are, what are we going to do for Yom Kippur? Oh, well, they don't touch Yom oh, Kippur. Yeah. That's right. Sorry. That was the other religion. That's their problem. <laughs> They they don't want to take on Christmas. They don't get help with Yom Kippur. That's their issue. You know, there's not enough in like midwinter. We need more midwinter. What do you got? Valentine's Day. There you go. All right. I I think the Judaism uh, distraction was that they just put so many holidays on the calendar <laughs> that like yeah. eight people know what they all are, and everyone sure. else is just like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Even Jewish people are like, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. That that one is. Uh, I think there was oil involved, oil in the lamps in uh, Hanukkah. I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, their response is like just like mine was. Like, ah. yeah. We we eat we eat unleavened bread. And we eat those those crackers. It's cracker That's what day. We eat. Yeah. <laughs> this is a cracker holiday, so enjoy that. <laughs> hey man, every day is a cracker holiday when I'm around. It's a of all of the things that Jewish people eat, like traditionally, yeah, that's the worst. I don't know. Have you seen gefilte fish? Okay, well, I don't, uh, it looks real. It's it, true. It does not look good. It's not great. But I, I mean, I'm not the unleavened not, bread's not great. No, no, no. But it's edible. Yeah, but like uh, matzo ball soup, that's good. Matzo ball soup is very good. You you got brisket. They eat a lot of brisket. Oh, yeah, I love like, a brisket. They do like brisket. That's true. Yeah. This is making me want to like jump ship convert. And go to, well, not only that, but go to Nashville right now. I love Nashville. We have a uh, we have a diner in town that is sort of like a New York uh-huh. Jewish diner style place, and it's it's called Nashville, which is infuriating yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, um, but their mascot's a pickle. Yeah, I I like restaurants that are puns that sound like they're from Bob's Burgers in theory, <laughs> yeah. but in practice, they annoy me. Sure. <laughs> I mean, every time I've been there though, the staff are always like super down to earth. Oh yeah. You know, it's, I've only been in there once, uh, but it was great. Yeah. Very nice people. When we first moved to town, we were like, we could walk there because mm-hmm. it changed locations and we could walk there. And it was the number one place. If you had had a rough Friday night, to be at yeah. Saturday morning, and it, they were pumping out Bloody Marys like nobody's business. Yeah. And I bet matzo ball soup is a really good hangover cure. You would think. That well, seems like it would hit all the spots. Salt a little. You know, it's not like terribly like... I don't know. There are so many theories about what to do with a hangover. It. I think that one fits most of them, though. Okay. Because it is salty. Yeah. Um, but it's not... Yeah, it's not heavy it's not heavy so like if you've had enough that you're in danger of the vomiting right no good 
uh, you don't you don't want the egg sandwich in that situation. <laughs> right. That's that's the hangover cure that I think is ridiculous. People eat egg sandwiches? Well, not just egg sand, but just like the really heavy breakfast sandwich. Okay. No, the last thing I want if I've had anything to drink, yeah, is a bunch of heavy food. See, this is the <laughs> this is what I had friends back in Georgia, they operated under we would refer to it as vitamin G grease. Mm-hmm. No, see, I don't, a hangover cure. I don't think it works. No, it makes, I, it I, makes I me feel it. miserable. <laughs> yeah, I tried it. I think I felt worse. Mm-hmm. Then I'm just thinking about keeping it down. Yeah. Just trying to keep it all. I saw, uh happened to be at Walmart yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it oddly. Yes. Yesterday. Yes. <laughs> yes. Today. And uh, my friend uh, Tron was with me and uh, I had a real dad moment. There were these two probably 21-year-old guys, cart full of beer and uh, hard seltzers, mm-hmm. two trash cans, new <laughs> trash cans. And I, I heard the guy. <laughs> oh, that's the best cart. <laughs> yep. And I heard the guy ask for six bags of ice. There you go. So pretty clear what's going on. Right. And I looked at these two dudes and I said, hey, fellas, uh, don't die. Right. Hydrate. Yeah. Make sure you hydrate. Yeah, if you if you were like a real it was a real dad moment. You would start recommending I I don't know if you uh, have ever had Pedialyte. <laughs> but you might want you might want to pick up a yeah. few bottles of that. Yeah. I think that would be beneficial for the evening. <laughs> it's just they had alcohol poisoning written all over them mm. these guys. What what kind of beer was it? Oh, you know Miller Lite. Oh, they can't get know, alcohol poisoning. Cases, you know, right. cases of stuff. Not, yeah, nothing like, <laughs> right. you know. I mean, if someone's bringing hard liquor, then then we're talking yeah. a potential. But if it's Miller Lite, you can drink a case of that yourself <laughs> over the course of an evening and have a buzz. <laughs> it's not real beer. It really isn't real beer. No, that's true. I, I think... Uh, I think a good joke for a TV show where there's a functioning alcoholic yeah. would be for them to switch to Miller Lite because, you know, they can't drink anymore. They just have Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> it's like their Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. No. The trash cans of beer is no, 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 no. You ever hear someone refer to, I, I, I heard this. Uh, like a year ago, uh, you know, a lot of people drink Bud Light, mm. and then there's regular Budweiser. You ever hear that referred to as Bud Heavy? No, <laughs> isn't that great? I like Bud that. Heavy because <laughs> it is right. I don't. I honestly don't know. Light, you know. I honestly don't know if I've ever even tasted a regular Budweiser. You know, a regular Budweiser is not bad. I, I'm just gonna put that out there. Especially I'm if, sure I have at some point. If you're having like a sandwich, okay. Where where is it? Okay, yeah. PBR, yeah. Budweiser. Which one would you prefer? Oh, I'd rather have a Budweiser. Okay, yeah. so it's better than PBR. Oh, That's all better. I need to know. It's way better than PBR. Yeah, I the the worst thing hipsters ever did <laughs> was, was popularize PBR. PBR. Yeah, because now all of a sudden people are paying more money oh yeah for a pbr <laughs> i i think it's done now i think the pbr think thing has I, passed. I think it has run its course yeah but I think so it went from 
this was the one dollar beer right. to it's more than the domestics yeah. and it's worse than everything <laughs> yeah exactly it's terrible yeah 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 i've been to places where you could only buy the tall boys mm-hmm. and the, it, then you could justify like four dollars for right because it's but, like two beers right but yep. it's oh, oh yeah it's not great i used to drink it i did i went through a period where i was like i had a friend i was like jamming with mm-hmm. and that was our thing we get well, pbr tall boys well, it seems like a good choice yeah because it's got americana spelled out it really does it. yeah true like you you see it and you're like well that's the part of america that i can get behind yeah <laughs> is a pbr tall boy that's right that's right but then the hipsters took it over and just like they do with everything they ruined it of course you ever drink it out of a bottle no it's weird it's not right I'm pretty sure I bought a six-pack of PBR in bottles for like $5 even one time. I don't care for that. It's 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 not right. That's a canned beer. It's it's all it should only exist in cans. And I definitely not draft. No. Have I ever seen it on draft? Oh, I doubt that anyone has it on I draft. I don't know. Now, going back to Budweiser, a regular Budweiser on draft with mm-hmm. like a sandwich in like a I frosted can, mug? It, it I could see how a pilsner yeah i mean i like a pilsner yeah, yeah if it's yeah. decent yeah refreshing not bud light that's a different story yeah that's, that's a garbage. different story altogether um they took what was what was beer about budweiser and then left it out that's <laughs> you know? that's how you make it light <laughs> yeah is you okay what can we remove flavor yeah <laughs> you take out the beer parts <laughs> take out all the taste add water yeah boom light <laughs> Uh, yeah it's uh it's no good i my i think we've talked about this but my college roommate <laughs> the the one who chugged the robitussin guy yeah yeah and thought he um, was dying yeah yeah was was from colorado mm. i mean still is tap the rockies theoretically from colorado i don't i assume he's still alive somewhere you don't change where you're from right yeah um but it was Coors light yeah. non-stop boy like every and remember christian college yeah, yeah yeah no beer allowed period right so his contraband that he's sneaking in <laughs> was 12 packs of Coors light he could do so much better everyone could do so much yeah. better that's worse than than bud light it is it is <laughs> i i thought i hated beer from uh... age 18 to like age 20 and then i had a real beer and went oh Josh was just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he would bring it in. Would you occasionally have one? Is that is that I, what it was? I did a couple times. Yeah, a couple I didn't times. very often because I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. Well, why would you? Yeah. I, you know. And then the the other beers that you know I would try, <laughs> it was always like a Michelob Ultra. Right. Right. Which is worse than that. Yeah. Like yeah. we're just going deeper in the hole of terrible, terrible tasting beer. It's true. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't. You know, I know some people drink Mick Ultra just because it's like it's not worth super, it. Super, super light and very few calories. I okay. So I'm gonna give a pro tip to everyone out pro there. Pro tip. Yeah, who wants to drink uh, a healthier <sighs> beer? Yeah, but wants it to taste good. Yes. Dogfish Head Sequench oh, Ale. Oh, that's a good beer. It's a very good beer. That is a good beer. It's lower in calorie. Yeah. 
and it tastes good. It does taste good. <laughs> you don't have to live in a Michelob Ultra world. <laughs> I got a tip, too. Uh, I learned, because I was trying to figure out how not to get diabetes. Yeah. Because um, I guess I'm, like, on the edge. Okay. You're right there. <laughs> I'm, like, susceptible. Like, it, it, the, the doctor, she didn't say, like, you have diabetes. I don't have diabetes. You're right. But she's like, you could get diabetes. Okay. If. If. You, you know, don't get your shit together, basically. Right. So I looked it up. Uh, whiskey does not spike your glycemic index. It has there you like, go. It has a, like a, basically a glycemic index of zero. Right. So if you're a pre-diabetic yeah. alcoholic, yeah. Whiskey. chug whiskey. <laughs> and then one of your two problems is solved. That's correct. Hey, listen. The second one. 10% happier. <laughs> the second one's still there, but. I like this idea. You know the whole 10% happier thing? Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. Very I, much. I, I like it, but I like it like taken from a, a dark angle right, like right. this. Like, I'm 10% <laughs> happier about right. not having diabetes, but I'm still a horrible drunk. I, I've i stopped using heroin. Yeah, but. An occasional speedball, though. <laughs> it's you know, it's fun. Hey, I'm 10% happier. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a that's the spirit of that book, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I think I didn't read the book, but I think that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get I get very upset. Okay, so I read the book. Okay, I love the book. Who wrote this book? Uh, Dan Harris. That's it. Who um, he was an anchor on I think when it was Good Morning America. Okay, but on air had like a full blown meltdown. Oh, like a flip out? Like he like flipped his lid? I don't know if he flipped his lid or okay. what, but he, like they Denver talked about it and I didn't look it up. Okay. <laughs> Assuming it's on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was a buildup of stress and everything. And yeah. so it's 10% happier is all very focused on meditation. Yes. With, a, um, oh, I'm blanking on the guy's name. Hold on. I have to look it up because if you like meditation, he's... A very, very good person to uh, it's to not follow. Like John Kabat-Zinn or one of those no. people. Um, so the the whole point of it is realistic meditation. Okay. Um, I like this point. Jeff Warren. Okay. So it's it's not. There's no wrong meditation. Right. It's not. Right. If you, in fact, his big focus is if you can't meditate for five straight minutes, but you're trying. Yeah. Then you did it. Exactly. It's like doing reps of any sort of exercise. Yeah. If you go and you're sitting there and you're like, fuck, I'm, I'm not doing it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go yeah. back into meditation. Right. You went back. You did it. I it's an improvement. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so great book. Jeff Warren, fantastic. The 10% happier thing, though, has turned into a whole movement where they want all my money. Yeah. Right. I don't. I don't like charging me obscene amounts of money. No. And what is it for an app or is it for like? I, a, he has an app. I don't know yeah. what's on the app. I've never been on the app. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. not going to pay the money. Right. I pay for to make calm to listen to Jeff Warren because <laughs> I like Jeff Warren. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, a lot of people, a lot, I mean, the, like, sleep story yeah. guided meditation thing has really skyrocketed yeah, the, recently. So, Jeff Warren, if you have Calm, um, has a daily series that's uh, like 10, 12 minutes. Yeah. Each one. 
Yeah. Um, focusing on specific uh, meditation items. So it'll be like, <clears throat> right. Today we're going to try meditating with our eyes open. Yeah. Yes. You know, soften the gaze, etc. <clears throat> right. Today we're going to do the and um, talking about the importance of it isn't you're meditating correctly. It's you're trying to take time for yourself. Yes. Meditate. Yes. Be better. Totally. And if you tried, you did most of it. Yeah. So. By the way, the eyes open thing. Mm -hmm. Totally different experience, isn't it? It's bizarre. It's the complete opposite. Not the complete opposite. It's just such a different experience than eyes closed. I can't. So I can't do that very well eyes closed eyes open eyes open uh because it's too easy for me i'm too add for oh, okay. for any distraction like you're that. just like something over here something right. over here however i have done a walking one ah yes um where obviously my eyes are open because i'm not supposed to crash into things <laughs> yeah. it ruins the meditation yeah if you're walking into traffic yeah <laughs> um but that one, it's very, um, you're walking and focusing on, like, you feel each toe hitting the ground. Right. Things like that. It's pretty good. Yeah. And it's pretty That's good. That's pretty good. That's one of those you get done and you kind of have the lightheaded feeling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you do well. If you, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, like, if that, it was a rough one, you may not have the lightheaded feeling, but you feel relaxed anyway. And you can't expect that to have that every time, either. No. You know, you just, it, like, one of the one of the people I've heard, it's like, he, he just says, you will have a variety of different experiences. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly right. But the best is the lightheaded. <laughs> like, where you get done and you're like, yeah. okay, well. Uh, yeah, uh, I get like a, I sometimes get like a little tingle in the front of my head i so sort of thing i do too and i realized recently what that is for me yeah is i hold all my stress right here oh. between my eyes okay above the bridge of my nose and it's releasing <laughs> and I've, I've had it happen a couple times where it hurts like the releasing yeah. tension is painful, <laughs> right? And then it's right. gone, and you're like, "Oh, that's what my head's supposed to feel like." But he lets go. Yeah. I I spend so much of my time like clenching right here, yeah. which I didn't even know you could do but until I realized that. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, you got you got stress everywhere that you're clenching. Yeah. It's not just butt cheeks. I was going to say. Everyone butthole. thinks it's butt. Yeah. But related. It's yeah. I mean, that's sometimes it's there, but you know. There's never much of a focus in the um, the guide meditations about releasing butt tension. No. They always focus on shoulders, neck, shoulders, back. neck, back. Yeah. Arms, chest. And then they just skip right over ass <laughs> if and they, move. <laughs> if they want to talk about that area at all, they say something like sacrum. Yeah. Or something like that. You know, cryptic. I, I have heard pelvis. Pelvis. Your, your pelvic area. Yeah. Like, well, Allow your genitals to release. We know what we're talking about yeah. here. <laughs> and your asshole, yeah. too. You can just say, uh, release the kegel. And yeah, then we'll... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That constant kegel you've been doing for six months. Just let it go. Oh, that would be the worst if that was where you stored oh. all of your tension. Like, you're just clenching your pelvic floor constantly. <laughs> oh. But once that lets go, 
Oh, that wow. Well, that would be nice. That would be very good. <laughs> it just uh, mm. um two things. One, I'm happy that like and I don't I I I'm sort of a consistently inconsistent meditator. I'll go through weeks, periods of weeks where I do it really consistently, and then I'll mm-hmm. fall off for a while, and then I'll realize how bad I feel when I don't do it. Yeah, you if you, I, you if know. you do it at any regular interval, yeah, and then stop, you feel like shit. You do. It takes it takes and it's, me. Yeah. You're just feeling normal, like what right. you felt like before right. you did it, but you realize you felt bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy the stuff it can do. Like mm-hmm. I've had times where I drank too much coffee. I had the like caffeine jitters, meditate, and then I feel better. Yep. Uh, it's like a little rest during the day, you know? Yeah. And um, I'm happy to say it's like kind of spread to at least one of my coworkers now. Like sometimes sometimes we do it together. Yeah. Carl? No. Oh. No. Trump. I want to meditate with Carl. I don't I can't get her to meditate. You know what? I don't think she's I don't think she's comfortable with All it. All right. N- we're going to do another episode with Carl. Oh yeah. Where we're going to do meditation. I like it. We're going to convince Carl to do meditation. Okay. All right. So 15 minutes of silence. There we go. On the podcast. That's it. Are we just talking she has to meditate? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Med- oh man. This would be the worst guided meditation of all time. <laughs> well, I don't know. Long-term, long-time listeners will remember. Yeah. Well, we've done we it. Did it. We did a uh, guided meditation. You were talking about the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> and something um, about the stinky, stinky jungle, something yeah. like that. Uh, those are not good meditations. No, you shouldn't way. use those. <laughs> I mean, you can listen to them, but yeah. don't use them for that purpose. Um, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, you feel like... Shit, when you don't meditate. Yeah, after a while, it, it sort of like creeps back up on me, and I'm like, oh yeah, I feel bad. I need to like, I get like scattered, and mm-hmm. I'm like way more angry in traffic. That you know, that's my my issue is more of the frustration and anger side of things. Yeah, yeah, totally. Is I feel myself being more frustrated by dumb people sure I, it's always dumb people well Look, there are dumb people everywhere constantly <laughs> they're all around us yeah <laughs> I, I i mean you know you get everyone has dumb co-workers everyone has dumb people in traffic everyone yes. has dumb people in their life yes just generally around <laughs> <laughs> i was coming home the other day and you know the street fourth avenue mm-hmm. turns into my like main road that I turn off of. Right. Fourth Avenue is a one way. And there's a moment on fourth <laughs> where there's three lanes. I was in the middle lane. Mm-hmm. And someone was just tooting down the way in the opposite lane at night with their lights on. Yeah. Just just driving. And just that, driving. That's a stupid person. Yeah. <laughs> was like, oh boy. And you know, you kind of pray for those moments sometimes because you're like this is when I can really honk uh-huh. and I'm totally justified. Right. Like in this moment, I can just unleash. It didn't feel as good as I thought it would feel, but the, still the ultimate traffic feeling. I don't know if you've ever had this happen. Okay. Where you see someone being a complete asshole yeah. in traffic. Sure. And then you drive further down the road and see them pulled over. <laughs> yeah. I've had that happen. Yeah. Oh, isn't that yeah. the most satisfying it's thing? It's great. <laughs> Like we were on the highway and someone was just passing people yeah. blind. It just. Well, yeah, when I used to have an office back in the pre-pandemic times. Yeah, the before times. When I drove all the time. Right. There was one specific situation where there was a car weaving in and out of oh. highway traffic. Um, oh. 
you know, it's rush hour traffic. You're right. stopping most of the time. Yeah. They, at one point, drove on the shoulder past cars. Oh, my God, dude. And then traffic finally let up, and I started driving. And the only thing I can figure out is that they got on the shoulder, drove, and there was a cop right yeah. there. Because <laughs> yeah. that yeah. cop had them pulled over on the shoulder <laughs> they were driving on. <laughs> got him. And, it, you know, it's one of those where you just see it and you do the ha-ha. Yeah. It's a good feeling for a second. Ooh. Oh, my day just got better. <laughs> but you just don't often, you don't often see people get, like, what they deserve. Now, and I, listen, I don't want what I deserve. No, no one should. Okay. No one should want what they deserve because everyone deserves garbage. Right. We're all bad that, people. That's correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Given the situation. Yeah. You know, it's it's a lot of it is situational. Whether you're good or a bad person. Well, and it's always up for debate either way. Yeah. And I think I I would say every single person listening can at least think of one situation where even based on their own moral code. Yeah. They're yeah. like, "No, I'm a bad person in that situation." I made the wrong choice. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like everyone has done that. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so you don't want what is coming to you, but you do want to see everyone else get what's coming to them, which probably makes you a bad person. Right. So uh, you don't want the punishment for that. You just want them to be punished and then you move on. That's yeah, you got it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's uh, it. if we all got what we actually deserve, Oh man, I'd be fucked. I'd be everyone, totally fucked. Everyone would be. Or we're all way too hard on ourselves Could and we that. don't deserve any of yeah. what would come our way. A benevolent creator would look down upon us and say, oh, little beings, mm -hmm. most of the things you do yeah. have no impact whatsoever. Now look at my egg-laying bunny. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> now now it's, uh, it's moved from George Carlin Priest <laughs> to God came up with the idea of God the Easter Bunny. The idea. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Ooh, look over here. Hey, hey, what's in my hand? What's in my hand? <laughs> so the Easter Bunny is God's finger puppet. Well, he gets bored. Wouldn't you? It would be, I think if you think about the idea of being the almighty creator. Yes, yes. It's going to be a real boring job. Super boring. After, I mean, like, the first week was great. <laughs> well, you, you had a lot you, to you do. You did a lot. You were new on the job. You were yeah. ambitious. Right. Okay, but we're several thousand years or, you, you know. Well, I mean. <laughs> Depending this, on who you ask. In this situation, yeah. we're saying he created the universe in seven oh, days. So we're going to go on book here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, several thousand years. Yeah. Um. You've been bored at work quite a bit. Sure. <laughs> I, and, you know, you don't get kicks like you used to, like when you flooded the entire world and yeah. told an old man to build a giant boat. That was a good one, though. That was a fun. That was a fun week. <laughs> um, really good few days. <laughs> 40 days, in Yeah, fact. 40. And 40, 40 nights. Yeah. You, uh, you know, for a while you were like, I need to learn more. And so, you know, you... You split yourself into three pieces and sent one third of yourself to be a human being. Yeah. The other third, like, hung out in heaven. Yeah. And then that last third just, like, possesses people just or something? Just as a ghost? Yeah. 
Yeah. Who doesn't fall through the earth. Right. As far as we know. Because that's where hell is. Right, right. And that's your enemy. But remember that whole thing, too? How, like, you had this angel, and he was, like, your favorite angel. Mm -hmm. But, like, you allowed him to think that he could be your equal at a certain point. And then went, nah. Nah. Go. (laughs) That was the whole thing you did. Well, that's office politics. Totally. (laughs) Um, In this scenario, go ahead. Yeah, so you're you're bored a lot. So much of the time. (laughs) In this scenario, it's like God is like the CEO and Satan is like a vice president or something. I I think it's kind of, um, oh, what's the succession? Yeah. It's kind of succession vibes. Oh, sure. Where it's sure. like there was a hostile takeover attempt or something. Yeah. And no, you have to go start Helco. Helco. Yeah. It's an <laughs> LLC down. Yeah, well, naturally. <laughs> Look, if they if this business fails, they're not coming after my tax, you know. Right. My property. Um yeah, so uh you know, Helco gets started because you you couldn't take over. This big guy industries. Uh-huh. The big guy just wasn't going to budge. Um, I mean, he created the entire industry. He's <laughs> <laughs> a real pioneer. How are you going to defeat the guy who created the entire field? Yeah. You can't do that. The model. <laughs> so, uh, you go create Helco, yeah. and uh, then the big guy gets bored because he doesn't really have anyone to spar with for sure. a while. Yeah. There was that whole purgatory thing for a while, but that was just sort of a flash in the pan. Yeah. People forgot about it. Yeah. That's a that's a bizarre concept to me. Purgatory. The purgatory concept. Okay. okay. So in in the hell and heaven concept. Yes. We have if you're good, if you're bad. Yeah. Very clear line. Super clear. And then there's purgatory, which is just like you were around yeah there's like stuff that you could have done better (laughs) but you weren't so bad like you you murdered your neighbor but but you recycled a lot (laughs) at a time when recycling was not accepted so (laughs) i you saved a guy who was trying to commit suicide. Sure. But you murdered your neighbor, so it's kind of balancing out purgatory. Yeah. yeah. And you're just there until we decide you're not. <laughs> right. And uh, purgatory, is, you gotta imagine, is a lot like here. Yeah. I I feel like that's exclusively isn't it Catholic? It's exclusively Catholic. Like as far no as one I know. no evangelical. No. Because evangelicals no. like the fire and brimstone. Love it. It's our it's favorite their, thing. It's the big thing. Yeah. It's all the rage these days, kids. <laughs> I mean, when I went to school, no, church as a child, mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff I was hearing. Yeah. Was, uh, straight to hell. Well, yeah. Where you will burn. It's you burn forever in a lake of fire if you do this list of things. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty clear. <laughs> and if you don't, you may still burn forever in a lake of fire. Yeah. If you haven't done this list of things. Yeah. They're a to-do list. <laughs> However, yeah. here's the good news. Mm-hmm. If you repent, right. Baptists really big on that. Where I grew up, it was a lot of hell yeah. and then a lot of repenting. Well, yeah. If you can repent, you're all good. 
Well, yeah. But you just, there's a lot of like you have to say it publicly. And like, what if I'm a private repenter? That's, you know, an introverted repenter. So this is, this is a thing I've thought about a lot okay. with these churches yeah. that think that specifically. Sure. Specifically. Um, so like there, there are a lot of evangelical churches that are like, you have to be baptized, you have to do yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But they Get also saved. are cool with the on the deathbed. Oh, yeah repenting sure totally so do you have to do anything or can you just like but like i mean like you if if your head gets cut off in a freak accident you're out of luck that's the thing that's the thing but if you're not getting your head (laughs) cut off you got until that last second and you can just be like sorry yeah well i mean catholics have that too right last rites and all that you know that's kind of as far as i understand it the similar thing catholic but the catholic church has a lot of weird random yeah rules that uh well when you're the oldest and the best you you... they've added more and more (laughs) yeah you just come up with stuff yeah uh, you, you come up with it it's all it's all things incidentally when i was at walmart yesterday i bought some things and my total was six dollars and 66 cents oh crap and before i could tell her to stop so I could take a picture, mm-hmm. uh, the cashier had uh, moved on. Oh, it made her nervous. I said, wait, 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 let me get a picture of that. And she had already moved on. You, so uh, I don't know if this is still a thing. Okay. Because I'm not involved in church politics as it is <laughs> today. Sure. But um, when, at least when my parents were kids, if there was like a budget item yeah in the church oh yeah that was six dollars 66 cents or 66 dollars and 60 cents anything yeah where there's three sixes they'd round it no they would they would round it because they didn't want that in the budget item oh my god (laughs) (laughs) because you know that's a real thing in the bible it's not just a random thing someone came up with one time Well, as we learned from the Pixies, yeah, man is five, mm-hmm. devil is six, mm-hmm. and if the devil is six, God is seven. This monkey's gone to heaven. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not in the Bible anywhere. Not that I know of. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I it might know. be there. I don't know. I all I know is there's stuff about the mark of the beast. Yes, that I remember very clearly. But I believe that's left open to interpretation. I think so. And someone just yeah. interpreted it right. to be 666. I think so. Well, there's the number of the beast as well. Yeah. And that number is blah, blah, blah. We're going to be, everyone's going to be really, I know, really screwed up. when it turns out that the number of the beast is actually three. <laughs> the number of the beast is 8675309. <laughs> that... We've been living with the Antichrist this whole yeah. time, and we had no idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got your number. Oh, no, it's in the Bible. It's in Revelation. Does it specifically say three sixes? Yeah, let okay. him... All right, let me quote from the Bible. Oh, please. Is this a first on Sushi Jackman? I think so, yeah. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man... 
and his number is 666. Revelation 13.18 states that if one is wise and has an understanding to count the number of the beast, Mm -hmm. which is also the number of a man, the number comes to 666. Okay, there we go. There you go. Um, But I think we can all agree that if you are operating a church and you spend $6.66 on, you know, tea candles. <laughs> Probably yeah. doesn't mean that the devil's going to come get you. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> it just means Hobby Lobby got $6.66 <laughs> of your money. And you know what? They can have it. Yeah. Because they, they're going to smudge that on their books, too. Well, they got to go take that money and then buy some uh, illegally gotten gain, goods from uh, Iraq. Yes. Yeah! So, uh... They, they got to buy religious artifacts. Booyah. <laughs> um, what, did they have to give that back? Oh, I'm pretty sure they did. I don't know for I, a fact. I but, haven't heard yeah. how that whole thing turned out. You would think, I mean, museums, I know this, museums these days yeah. are realizing where a lot of their stuff came from, mm-hmm. and they're giving it back to where it came from. Yeah. Which... Seems like a good idea. Yeah. There there was a, uh, I guess this is the diplomatic way of saying it. All right. A great reshuffling yes. of artifacts. Yes, there you go. <laughs> that happened during a specific period of time. Um, a lot of them ended up in, say, the British Museum. There, there places were a like that. good amount. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, probably all ought to go back to where they came from yeah one would think that's one thing america has on its side okay is because we i mean we're fucked in every way yeah like we we've messed everything up yeah we've a couple of genocides yeah yeah but we haven't stolen a ton of artifacts not no i don't think so yeah that's one of the things we did okay on yeah (laughs) we didn't colonize so much as like went somewhere and took it over right well and i mean there's nowhere to return any artifacts we do have that we took because we probably wiped them off the planet because again the genocide thing yeah which was bad much that was bad we did a we did a really clean job there right um you know so we don't have that problem yeah the british just let people exist and uh, (sighs) their whole thing stole their stuff yeah their whole thing bunch of jerks you know yeah, they really were. Uh, white people. Yeah. <laughs> we are good at taking shit over. I was we, thinking about that today. It's kind of one of our main things it's, that we've done pretty, forever. We're pretty good at it. And mm-hmm. I don't feel proud, but I do feel an odd sense of accomplishment at that. Well, you know, I mean, it warms <laughs> the cockles of your heart to know we're not completely worthless. No, we've done a lot. Yeah. Has it all been good? Uh, no. Has any of it no. been good? Very little. But, <laughs> however, <laughs> these these pale apes mm-hmm. from cold weather regions yeah. of Europe, we've done a lot to this world so far. And shockingly, we aren't all wiped out, because we really should be. We ought to be, yeah. We should not be exist anymore. We, keep, we kept moving south yeah. towards the equator, <laughs> and all... Uh, all nature, all evolution says no. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Yeah. Go back. Yeah. You know Scandinavia? Try that. 
<laughs> this is where you people belong. <laughs> Look, we put you away from the sun for a reason. It's You're not good at it. Yeah. All right? London, it turns out, is your natural environment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it. It rains a lot, and you don't see the sun. No. But, you know, we, we kept moving south. Yep. And uh, now we're all over the place. Florida's pretty great. <laughs> and And now white people just try to take other things over like uh every so often someone a white person tries to take over hip-hop yeah like uh we had mac lamore do it for a while and then post malone tried to do it for a while sure. you know everyone tries you can't do it but we're gonna try we're gonna give it a shot we we are a race of triers that's that's what we that's what we are you um, can't hold that you can't say we don't try things you know it's we're we're gonna try to take over everything um whether we should or not because we shouldn't i would like we never what, should what is it in what is it in white people oh i man. wish we had someone here who wasn't white that is a good to talk about this because yeah but like what is it about us that we just keep doing this shit over and over again i there there is something about white people <laughs> where we where we seem to think that we're the only ones who know yeah any like any we we do feel superior yeah as a race i don't feel superior personally uh, no no we in the basement here we feel wildly inferior <laughs> absolutely outside of the basement white people feel very superior yes but i mean like you look at you know the the British government colonizing. Yeah. Or... Right. Um, Western any, expansion. Anything like that. Yeah. It was always... No. We know what they need. <laughs> right. Like, there's there's always that element where it's not... We're taking something over. It's... Yeah. We're helping them out. They're backwards. Yeah. They just don't know. They're they're just, you know, living their life in the way that they've always lived their life and enjoying it. And they shouldn't be, because have you ever met uh, White Guilt? Let's do that for a while. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a it's been a grand experiment. Yeah. Um and we're not done yet. Well no, now we're now we're at the phase where as white people, um, all of our people in charge are trying to hide what we've done from us so we don't have to face any ramifications for it yeah like the whole uh critical race theory thing yeah yeah which is i mean if we broke it down it's really just we're against critical race theory what i mean is we're against knowing what happened yeah, that's <laughs> that is exactly what it breaks down to it's like it's we wouldn't like, want facts to get in the way of how good we feel right now right Right. Little dictator DeSantis does not want people to know no. all the things. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> That's the guy we got to look out for Yeah, these days. Yeah. Well, I mean... One of the guys. There's a lot of people yeah. we need to look out for. There's a lot in general we need to look oh, yeah. out for. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, this week, for those who haven't been paying attention to the news... There was a school shooting in Nashville. Yeah. It happened to ha- fall on your birthday. Yeah. Sadly. Well, I, yeah, I had nothing to do with it. I just do want that no. on the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you it know. was not great. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I saw cop cars on my way to go hike around Radnor Lake. See, we had breakfast. Yeah. And what you said to me is, I'm going to go... You had you took the day off. Uh-huh. It's your birthday. You're going to go have a nice, relaxing mm-hmm. hike yeah. by yourself uh-huh. on your birthday. I still did. Okay. Um, but, yeah, on the way, I saw all the cop cars, Ugh. like, driving 100 miles an hour down I-40, uh, 440. Yeah. Which is... A 55-mile-an-hour speed limit, in case anyone needs to know. <laughs> yeah. Pretty fast. But here, here's where the problem came in, aside from, you know, the general problem of there was a school shooting. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, there was a uh, state rep from Chattanooga. We live in Tennessee. They're all Republicans, except for... A handful. Memphis and Nashville. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, a Republican... And someone asked him uh, what bills he was going to try to get through to prevent this from happening again. And his answer was essentially, oh, we're not going to do anything. Yeah. Um, Well, that's a direct quote. We're not going to do anything. Uh, I homeschool my kids for that reason. Wow. (laughs) So that's that's where we're at. Wow. As white people these days is... uh, also, uh, I know earlier this year they were trying to push through a bill, and I don't know what the status of it is now, that would make it legal for people as young as 18 to get a gun without a license oh, or they passed any that. training. No, they, they, they pushed that, that through. They, they, they did push it through. And it got upheld by courts days after. Wow. The school shooting. So last week. Yeah. Wow. Um, which... You know, not to get too in the weeds. I don't want to bring everyone down. But, uh, you know, if you believe in any sort of gun control, the person who shot the school up um, had a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. And was able to, because of Tennessee state laws that don't. prohibit people with red flags from buying guns able to buy a lot of guns in a very short period of time yeah there you go so so <laughs> maybe some bare minimum <laughs> yeah that's right uh you know so guy from chattanooga if you need to pass a law there's a very basic one right there yeah and uh, of course we had a there was a rally down at the Capitol this week a lot of people saying hey you know what are we going to do about this? I saw a picture of a kid with a sign that said, well, I make it to graduation. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Really stark yeah. realities. Yeah, it's a, it's depressing. It is. Um, it is. This is the most depressing part of it. For me. Okay. Not in general. Uh, it, this is not depressing for anyone besides me. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so everyone we know has been... Like, every time I've talked to them in the last week, been like, hey, how are you doing with yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, And my answer in my head is always, I'm fine. Right. And I've realized a big part of this is there has been so many, and I have been so pissed off about so many school shootings. Yeah. That at this point, it's just the default. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. just... Every few weeks, 
see news, get mad. Yeah. And I'm mad that I know it's not going to go away. Yep. Yeah. And then another one happens and I'm mad. <laughs> so, and you're, and you're, yeah. And, and I think that's the way a lot of people feel. Yeah. It's, there's no, like, I know there are a lot of people in our area that it's, I guess it struck home. Yeah. Because it was nearby. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, I felt that way too, to be honest. It's like when it's in another state or something, yeah. it's easier to, it's easier to not feel it. I, I've you know? had, yeah, I've uh, like, and I, I mean, this is not a healthy thing. Yeah. But like every time I've seen one, it's just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like I get very, very upset and involved in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's understandable. Um, and so, yeah. So everyone we know, it's always very touchy feely. Like, right. are we, are you doing Okay. I'm doing exactly as well as I've been doing. Yeah. Because we have the exact same problem. It's just slightly closer than it was three weeks ago when it happened somewhere else. Right. Uh, well, and, and, and uh, I was reading, it's like the 130th mass shooting of the year. Yeah. We haven't had that many days mm -hmm. in this year. And I'm going to head off any... Uh, any Republican listening at this point yeah. that is going to try to come up with the following defense. Um, yes, I know that the definition of mass shooting is a little bit loose. Certainly. So let's say 50% of those are what you would consider a mass sure. shooting. Yeah. Okay. There have been 65 mass shootings this year. Yeah. Are you okay with that number? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's such a common sense solution yeah. to a problem that these people seem mm -hmm. unshakable about. It's, well, it's, they don't they don't care. There's no money in solving yeah. the problem. That's right. That's right. Um, that's right. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. If we if we were to become billionaires, um, you and I, yeah, the two of us, we got two billion bucks. Yeah, between us, right? Then. We could get some stuff done, but you sure know, that NRA <laughs> money, yeah. Plus, the NRA got money from Russia, so that yeah. Russian NRA money—that's a really fucked. How up is that thing. not brought up all the time? All the time, like Russia Constantly. is funneling money into the NRA, yeah. which influences our politics. Yeah, directly. Not a conspiracy theory. No, this is a real. fact. Yeah, this is real. <laughs> And everyone just went, yeah, okay. It just shows you how ridiculous everything is. Yeah, you know that's what that's what that leaves me feeling. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that that the, the fact that I haven't even thought about that again until you said it. Yeah, crazy. Oh, I I hadn't thought about it till I I started saying it. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a thing we should be talking about all the all time. All the time, and no one talks about it. Yeah. It just happens. Marco Rubio takes three million dollars from him. You know, whatever. Ted Cruz ta takes two million, and then they pass some laws, and uh, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> just loosen regulations. If you're a human being, you can have a gun, and then the next law is going to be if you have a heartbeat and no longer human yeah. being, you can be a dog, a yeah. turtle. It doesn't <laughs> a matter. Turtle. A, a turtle with an AR-15. Yeah, a tortoise yeah. carrying an AR-15. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them strapped to the shell. 
Yeah, they can have a gun. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the NRA has no no obligation to try to not sell guns. Yeah. That's true. And if you're in the pocket of them, guess what? Do, 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 do. I came across a video from a few years ago of, uh, I think he was a state senator. I, I think you I see know that? the lemonade stand. The lemonade stand. Uh-huh. This guy is selling at the Capitol, <laughs> right? Downtown Nashville. Yeah. Has a table and he's selling like lemonade, cookies, lemonade, brownies, cookies. and an AR-15. Yeah. And and that it is... It was legal. <laughs> that is the level of what we're dealing with. That was completely legal. Yeah. A guy with a fold-out table can sell you... Do we consider it an air? It's an assault weapon. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a semi-automatic. Oh, okay. You need it for hunting. So you can't hold down the trigger and continuously fire like Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah, you can. But you can pull the trigger yeah. fast and yeah. it keeps firing? Uh-huh. Okay. I believe that's... I don't know enough about guns to know exactly yeah, how it I works, either, but I know that it's a a good way to kill a bunch of people and a terrible way to hunt because you would have to go scrape up hunks of meat yeah. off the forest floor. <laughs> if you want Bambi in pieces, yeah. then uh, it's a great way to hunt. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no defense to needing them. No. So, I don't see it. And, 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 I, and I'm not the guy that wants to take everybody's... No, I, I don't... You can have a pistol. You can have a shotgun in your house. You can have... If, if you feel safer you know, with home protection, having sure. a gun, yeah. fine. Yeah. I don't care. And if you hunt, fine. I, I get it. I, yeah. Some people hunt. It's a thing. Yeah. Seems very boring. It seems like a good way to ruin a walk through... <laughs> like a hike through the woods. Yeah. I'm going on a hike. Hold on. I hear something moving. Let me see if I can shoot it. <laughs> well, here's the reality that I had the one time I went hunting with my my dad, my granddad. Uh, you you climb a tree, yeah, and you sit in a really uncomfortable thing for fucking hours. Ow, yeah. <laughs> it, it's why there's there's so much bush light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had had a bush light at age thirteen <laughs> in that scenario, but no, I was just cold and sitting in a goddamn tree stand. Yeah. It's a, that's the dream right there. Yeah, it actually is. wasn't a bad trip, but you know when you do, when, it is sort of silly. Yeah, you know? it's not an ideal thing to do in the woods. No, to me, no, no, no. I mean, if you enjoy it, whatever. Sure. Okay, so you can have something for home protection. You can have that. Yeah. You don't need to be able to. I don't know if you think that the Yakuza is going to attack your home. <laughs> you don't need to wipe out hordes of people. The crazy 88 are coming. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, there's no horde of humans invading your house It'll, where you need that. If your everyday life is a Tarantino <laughs> movie, you have other problems. You know? That like, is true. <laughs> if Django is like your everyday experience, the last like 15 minutes of Django. Yeah. Woof. You're watching Kill Bill going, I relate. Yeah. I think this really nailed it. This is what I feel like on a I daily I also base. had my eyeball <laughs> snatched out by an Asian man. You know, okay, so here, here's the gun rules. <laughs> yeah. You can have a hunting gun. You can have a handgun for protection. And if you can submit documented proof, you live in a, a Tarantino movie. Yes. Um, Uma Thurman is there all the time. Yeah. There's a lot of feet stuff yeah. going on. <laughs> Way too much. If you can submit 
documented proof of that. You can have whatever gun you want. Yeah, that's right. Because you probably earned it at some point. Um, and Quentin's going to give it to you either way. It doesn't matter. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. Yeah, your car says pussy wagon. Got it. <laughs> Okay. okay.